everyone. Good morning and a very, very warm welcome to our early morning trade plan session, um, which we're broadcasting live, but also for those of you that are joining us on our podcast, you're all very welcome. Um, so what we're looking to do during the session is to be prepared for today's trading conditions um, and looking for opportunities, um, what we refer to as high probability trading opportunities uh, in today's session. So um, so without further ado, let's start, um, as we always do, with our risk warning. Just be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets and um, understand your exposure and have, have an approach for, um, I suppose, downside risk and, and make that a part of your, your thinking. Um, now, just as a quick introduction, and it's kind of leading into this really, is, is what do all profitable traders need to consider every, each and every time you get to the, to the screen? So, you know, these markets evolve and change all the time. And really, that's what we teach our traders to do is to try to be flexible, try to be, um, uh, to, to try and give yourself, um, I suppose, that, that knowledge and understanding that these markets can move quite quickly and there's, there's certainly occasions where you probably have to uh, reassess things uh, relatively quickly as well now um so you have to make some decisions regarding uh what markets to trade where would you get in um what where do you place your stop loss we always trade with stop losses it's an important part uh, of our risk management approach. So how do you manage risk? How do you calculate risk? How much of your capital are you committing to each trade? How much capital are you committing overall? All these types of things are all really important. And uh, how do you manage each trade once you're in that trade? So if it moves in your favor and you know you, you kind of hit your targets, do you, do you close out the trade? Um, do you mitigate risk on the trade? Do you look to let it run? What, what are your decisions? Um, around that and trading psychology each of the, these markets can have their own psychology their own ways of 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 operating and um a lot of sort of the the market psychology does get a lot easier uh, the more experience you get you get to pick up these little quirks of some of these markets but you've also got your own psychology as well as an individual trader so you've got your own thoughts your own um, fears and anxieties and, and, and things like that. And a lot of that can play itself through in your decision making. Okay, so um, that's what we're, that's what these live traders are designed to do, sort of help you with these considerations every single day, um, trying to be as consistent as you possibly can when you trade these markets, be disciplined with your own hard-earned capital. Don't forget, this is your own money that you're, you're really um, uh, trying to grow. So um, be disciplined and be patient as well. There's some market conditions where it's best you perhaps take a little bit of a, a deep breath and, and perhaps take a step back and then other opportunities that are sort of no-brainer opportunities that you can get in pretty swiftly. So, um, so that's just a quick intro. Let's start with a review of potential market moving news then. Um, so for this, we'll bring up Forex Factory. Um, the big news all occurred last week. So today, Monday the 7th of February. So you can see what we have today and it's not a huge amount. I suppose the, the most significant event today um, is the ECB, Christine Lagarde, uh, is due to testify at a virtual hearing before the European Parliament Economic and Monetary Affairs. So, um, so there'll be a series of, of questions and answers because it's a testimony. Um, however, they'll certainly be picking her up on on what was discussed last week um because the events of last week were far more important um 
just to quickly run through, just to update you, um, OPEC had their meetings last Wednesday and decided to increase their their supply by 400,000 barrels per day uh, from March onwards. <clears throat> so that's certainly overall, initially, it, it, it led to a little bit of negativity, but overall kind of positive energy markets once more. Um, it just proves that that demand is really outstripping even as the increased supply, which is due in uh, in March. Um, the ADP numbers, a bit of a strange couple of events regarding uh, employment in the US. A really, really negative ADP number, um, expecting positive 185,000 jobs, and we saw a negative 301,000 um, figure. And you compare and contrast that to the non-farm payroll on Friday, which is 110,000 expected. And we saw a massive increase. So massive decrease on ADP, massive increase on um, uh, on the non-farm payroll. Um, and we've seen a slight uptick in the unemployment rate as a result. I'm pretty sure that has changed from Friday. Um, but we will see. And uh, average hourly earnings are, are ticking higher as well. Still below inflation, but certainly sticking higher. Now, that's the jobs numbers in the US. We've also had um, central banks last week. We had um, the ECB uh, increase rates for the second time in a row, 25 basis point increase. We saw, um, really broadly speaking, quite uh, a hawkish uh, Fed and BOE. And now we can probably begin to add the ECB to that, although they are taking, um, they've used, they will uh, be data dependent and make decisions as appropriate. So they've kind of shifted to a more hawkish stance, although it's still many, many months down the line. Um, so that's the ECB. So it's really these events that are playing themselves out to be far more significant. Um, and as you can see, for, for today's news, we don't really have a huge amount to deal with today. Do be mindful for trading the Euro, uh, 3.45 PM UK time. Uh, we might get some excess uh, volatility. I'm just looking through the rest of the week. Tomorrow, nothing of any major concern. Uh, Wednesday, um, we'll be hearing from the governor of the, the Bank of Canada. Um, there is bond auctions again, so that might be a bit of volatility. On Tuesday, we've got... Um, just looking here, do we have the 10-year... No, we don't. It doesn't seem okay. So we've got the sorry, the ten year on the Wednesday is what is what we have, and we probably have the thirty year on the Thursday. Yes, we do. So the big big news of the week, without a shadow of a doubt, is U.S. CPI numbers. So you you'll probably hear a lot about you know inflation figures over the course of the week. So just to comment on that and to prepare ourselves accordingly, um, we are expecting CPI to increase marginally over the next um maybe three to six months but beyond that there is the expectation that these inflation figures will begin to soften now we'll see if if the fed are correct they've been uh, incorrect over the last 12 months everything they've been saying has turned out to be uh, to be wrong and and what what economists and and those that that comment on these markets now are saying that um that these central banks very much may be behind the curve. The ECB might be behind the curve. 
the uh, the US and we might get sort of accelerated or, or increased inflation rather than it dampening um, over the course of the, the, the year. So let's see which is true. Um, we are certainly, I suppose, expecting slightly softer CPI numbers coming out of the US than what we had the previous month. So that would suggest that maybe things are softening slightly, but let's see what the actual results are. So we'll be keeping that in mind over the course of the week. Okay, so that's just a little bit more of an overview of these kind of very important news events, which are absolutely impacting these markets. So, um, so let's go through these and we'll put together our trade plan. Good morning, guys. Good to have you with us. Those of you joining us live. Um, so let's have a look. We've got a little bit of bit of everything going on now in in, in the S and P. Um, to be fair, so I'm just going to get up our pen. So we were experiencing a little bit of a downtrend um, last week. Um, let me have a look at this on a bigger time frame. So I'm just waiting for my pen to pop up. So we, we're in a little bit of a, a little mini downtrend opportunity. Um, it's quite interesting at the moment to see the fact that we made new lows recently, but we also made, you know, during the pullback phase, we've made uh, a significant high before we saw a rejection of that level. So, um, what are we likely to see in these markets? I don't know where my pen has gone. Okay, here it is. It's coming now. So the important phase for this market now. Um, this is your this is your downward trend. This is your this is your low down here. We're seeing a series of lower lows, and we were seeing a series of lower highs. But then this is the price action which is quite interesting so that's a level so we're looking at this recent high and if i just tell you what that price is um it's the 5440 level so up till that sort of reversal bit of reversal price action um we were really quite negative the s p however prices have pulled back a little bit and are just now around the 45.11. So now that 45.40 becomes actually quite important to us, to the upside. So um, if prices break above that, we'd expect probably further upside from there. Um, that's on the hourly time frame, by the way. So we want to keep all options open with these uh, risk-on markets, our, our risk markets, whether, whether we're risk-on, risk-off. As you can see, the price action so far today is mitigated. Pretty much, um, it's not positive nor negative just yet. It's kind of just drifting sideways, and we can see that uh, on the smaller time frames. That, um, you know, you can see that sideways movement clearly. So, a little bit of perhaps pause now with risk. Um, let's see if that's the same across these other markets. So do. You... So yeah, so we're in this sideways pattern really for the the FTSE. Um, a little bit of gapping up and down, which is, which is not great. Um, the DAX is trading around these 
significant lows. Uh, a break before the 15,000, below the 15,000, i.e. in terms of a close below the 15,000 level in the DAX, would actually be a bit of a game changer for this market. So let's see if these markets start to fail across the board. We've already seen a certain amount of failures so far this year uh, in the US indices. Let's see if we start seeing that across other markets. So it's likely to pre present us with some interesting opportunities in the not too distant future. Again, we've got similar price action. The overall momentum for markets like the um, the US market, uh, the, the NASDAQ is in a period of consolidation now. Um, probably trying to digest Friday's position and certainly last week's position as well. Um, and uh, the Dow Jones. So we're looking to see whether we actually get further continuation to the downside or whether we actually reverse and we start, you know, these markets start turning quite positive, largely based on growth and, and earnings. So those are the things that are going to drive uh, these stock markets to the upside. Um, I know many of you do track and follow Bitcoin. Um, so a bit of a, an upside reversal perhaps um, on Friday and, and over the weekend. So now we're up to 42,600. So that's um, that's a bit of a turnaround. But as you can see on the daily time frame currently up on screen, we're running into the 50 period moving average um, and potentially some um, resistance around that 42,000 level. But over, over the coming days and weeks, we very well may get further upside and then that could change the whole picture potentially for Bitcoin. So perhaps one to watch, although we don't trade that, we don't actually trade um bitcoin we've got a, a different view on, on on bitcoin um gold are we seeing upward momentum with any real conviction the answer is not no really we're kind of seeing a lot of volatility up and down our overall bias is to the upside for the inflation story but it's not really following suit so a little bit challenging for us um oil we had a really good move on friday off the back of opec after the on the back of um, some initial you know bearish price action but then some strong continuation drifting sideways again now so um we probably need to see a little bit more clarity in some of these markets now got a bit of a range between the 93.17 and the 91.28 um so like a two dollar range now um, up at these highs for us oil um, meaning if we break below 91.28, we could get a little bit of a short-term correction. And that's what we're looking for now with oil. It's kind of short-term corrections, and then we can perhaps take those to the upside. So very little so far today. This is Monday morning, don't forget, but very little across the indices space and across the commodities. Um, now focusing on the um, markets like the, uh, the euro dollar. And let's have a quick look and see what the euro is doing. Um, on the daily time frame, we're we're currently selling the euro, and we're in a little bit of profit on the on the trade, um, purely because this market has been in a bit of a, a downward trend for quite some time. Now, the moves since November have largely been sideways, but we did. Um, at the end of January, make a new low to the downside, followed by a really strong full pullback. Those of you who are joining us on the podcast, do go and have a look at the euro dollar on the daily time frame, and you will see the very significant pullback um, 
end of end of January, early February. And we're looking to sell this pullback because we were looking for some continuation to the upside above the 114.83. And the price you know, bounced off that level exactly. So strong potential level of resistance and we're seeing prices begin to roll. So we're looking to trade that roll back to the downside uh, and look for that dollar strength trade. It potentially supported the positive um, jobs numbers on Friday can potentially support the dollar a little bit. Uh, so we can certainly we would certainly be advocates of further downside selling in the uh, the euro dollar. So we put together this trade plan then. So the euro dollar to the downside uh, below actually today's current low, which is the 114.25. 114.25 we just expect further momentum um, because of that um friday we really saw quite a strong dollar things so far today just taking a little bit of a kind of a pause let's have a quick flick through the, the dollar let's have a look at the dollar yen um potentially further upside above the 115.68. We're currently at the 115.25, so we need to see more on the dollar yen, um, the dollar Swiss. The dollar Swiss is, a, is, a, is not a great looking market. It's been in long-term sideways moving patterns now for quite some time. Uh, the dollar CAD, do we have any clarity in the CAD? We can just look at this price range, this uh, support resistance range um over the last two weeks and we're kind of range bound between the 127.70 and the 126.70 pretty much a hundred dollar range uh in the dollar cad over the last um number of um weeks so again the opportunity is not fantastic um the aussie dollar do we have any further clarity on the aussie dollar not really we've got some very important decision making points to the downside sort of below the 7050 to the upside below the 7160 uh, above the 7166 sorry and we're currently in the middle of those two ranges so short-term potential upside it's clearly this these markets are, are are kind of in a little bit of uncertainty that's the market condition it's kind of a mixed market condition in fact, uncertain is probably a, a better phrase to use. Um, New Zealand dollar, there's a bit of support here. We were talking about this price pushing up to the 6,700. We're looking for strength against the euro. We're seeing weakness across the board elsewhere. Tough market, this dollar today. Weakness against the commodity markets, weakness against the Swiss franc nothing against the yen very little against the pound so it's kind of a counterintuitive sell trade in, in the euro dollar because we're seeing some dollar strength elsewhere so it's not it's not ideal for that for that reason euro pound bit of a correction move potentially to the downside now tomorrow if we close at these levels you know, like this current level in the euro pound, the 84.41, uh, 
if we close around that low and then we get some continuation tomorrow, then it, it, it's regarded more so as a higher probability trade. So we just need to probably be a little bit patient. Um, we've got this move in here. The, so that's on the hourly, isn't it? So let's have a look at it on the daily. So with regards to the euro yen, we've got Friday's high. I think it's uh, overnight's high of 132.12. And we're beginning to roll back into potential um, support levels around the 131.47. So we don't really have any clarity to any great extent across the yen pairs either. Um, yeah, it's, um, we, we look to work with the pound, the pound yen, uh, again, to the upside, it would just need to be above yesterday's high, is it? Um, yeah, so last night's high. Uh, above the 156.19, 156.19. So we didn't get much joy out of our yen trades from last Friday. Um, the markets, you know, completely um, uh, kind of turned around on Friday's uh, news event. So um, we were able to, to to back off those. So limited opportunity really right now. Um, yeah limited opportunity uh so just bear that in mind let's put that into our trade plan sometimes these uh these opportunities jump out at us and other times you know we need to be a little bit more um patient so today's trade plan is um Uh, uncertain market conditions so bear that in mind with your decision making it's probably not a day for being ultra aggressive um we need to wait and see how these how these markets play out um so the euro usd looking to sell below today's daily low of 114.25 it just so happens we're already in that trade um the markets are certainly digesting whether euro um, whether the ECB are sort of hawkish than more hawkish than what they were, which is probably fair enough to say, but how hawkish is that hawkish view? Um, we'll find out a little bit more in March, um, but it's anticipated that there's still, you know, 10, 12 months away from perhaps increasing rates. So actually, you know, would the euro benefit from that? in terms of price action in the short term, probably not because it's actually so far away. But the ECB might be shocking markets in the not too distant future. So, so pound yen is the next one looking to buy uh, above. Um, so I'm just gonna put a little note in here. So limited opportunity so far today, uh, be patient um, is kind of just a little subtext. So for those of you attending live, um, I'm going to post this into the chat box for you. You can take this trade plan away. Um, 
and use it accordingly. And those are the levels, those are the markets we're looking to trade today. So the euro dollar, we're looking for further downside price action, uh, i.e. some euro weakness and dollar strength uh, below today's current low, which is the 114.25 and the pound yen looking to buy that above the 156.19 if we get the opportunities. But these are limited opportunities so far today, so be patient. We're not really seeing um, where where capital is moving to just yet. It's probably digesting last week's news and we'll probably get some activity um, over the course of the trading day. So um, we just need to be, as we, all, as we always talk about really, just be consistent in your decision making. Today's probably not, or certainly this morning's probably not the time to go really aggressively chasing trades and, and being aggressive and bullish. It's probably those opportunities to be patient, um, uh, be, try and be as consistent as you can. And more importantly now to be actually really quite disciplined with your capital. Uh, don't be increasing trade size or anything of that nature um, because we are dealing with uncertain markets um, in terms of direction and, and volume, price and volume. There's very limited price and volume out there at the moment. Okay, good stuff. Um, so listen, on that note, guys, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, if there's any, those of you attending live, if there's any questions, feel free to post them and we can uh, we can um, get back to you as well off air. Um, so just to let you know, we do trade these markets fully live and interactive uh, every single day uh, from 8 a.m. and again uh, for the European Open and again at 12.30 for the U.S. trading session. So you're more than welcome to join us. You can do so to try and capitalize on these opportunities uh, for just $29 per calendar month. So hopefully you find that. Uh, very affordable to be able to um, navigate these markets um, in order to be consistently profitable. Uh, and for more information, just go to the live trade room.com. Uh, you can certainly contact us through our chat function as well if you've got any questions. And we look forward to seeing you soon. So, on that note, we let you guys go. We'll be switching over to our live trade room now uh, in about a minute's time. So, we'll see everyone else there uh, pretty shortly. So, from everyone here at the live trade room, take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.